I feel like Ali comes up with smart things at the start, and I'm not. I yeah, wouldn't worry I, about I it. I don't have smart things. It's yeah. Hi, my name is Jack, and I don't have smart things. Welcome to the All Our Teams podcast. Unfortunately, today we're a man down, but we've got the best man with us today, all the way from Ontario, Jeremy Kuro. Hello, Jack. Sorry, Ali, uh, you're not here this week, but Jack and I will hold things down, and hopefully the three of us are back next week. Yeah, 100%. It's, uh, it's three pods in a row, regardless of us being a man, man down today. So Ali, hopefully we'll get back to full strength next week and uh, maybe get, keep this run going. Fantastic. As Ali's yeah. not here today and all me and Jez seem to talk about is the NFL, we're going to have a big locked and loaded NFL podcast for you today. But we're going to start off with a little update from our teams, as is the usual for us. So Jeremy, how are your teams getting on? Yeah, all I really have to talk about is just not a lot happening with the Leafs or Raptors or USC. Um, and the Jets, uh, they got sort of lucky this year because they get to be one of two teams along with the Lions that are the coaches for the Senior Bowl this year. Uh, it happens in a few weeks. And basically what the Senior Bowl is, it's a collection of college talent who's going in the draft this year. They try and keep it the top prospects. Like usually guys who are going to go, you know, top five won't always be in it. But Justin Herbert was in it. Um, and, and often they do get stars. So. The, the Jets are uh, coaching uh, sort of the Northern universities. So basically everything apart from the SEC because the SEC is so loaded, right? That's where you have Georgia, Alabama, uh, teams like that. So the Jets are getting, you know, Ohio State players, Michigan players, even guys from as far south as Oklahoma and Texas because that's how far you have to reach if you don't have the, the southeast of the country. Wow. Um, the 49ers coached a few years ago. They ended up coaching Debo Samuel. They liked him so much. No they way. took him about a round before where he was supposed to go, how that Incredible. ended up for them. So hoping for something similar with the Jets. Uh, there's some defensive backs, some linemen who I really like that, that are going to be uh, on their team. And uh, it should be good for them and the Lions, who well, I just imagine being a college player and all of a sudden Dan Campbell's your coach. <laughs> yes. So uh, I don't know if the senior bowl brilliant. shows over there. Probably not. I mean, I think I have to stream it illegally here even, but yeah. it's awesome to watch every year if you're at all interested in the draft. But besides that, uh, not a whole lot going on, but, but that's certainly exciting for me anyway. Yeah, hundred percent. I think it's uh, the game pass shows it if you're an NFL game pass subscriber. Oh, so there'll, there'll definitely be a, a dodgy st- uh, stream somewhere not that we endorse that of course um yeah so um my team's uh it's norwich uh we're gonna get into the bills later on so norwich won a football game um which is probably why i'm you know constantly just twitching this to keep the uh <laughs> keep the badge in on screen at all times um for those those of you that may be watching if we end up putting this on youtube we probably won't which means this comment is irrelevant at this point anyway uh, norwich won a football game beat everton 2-1 ended up in the sacking of their manager which says an awful lot about your team if losing to you means the manager gets fired so um <laughs> yeah not the best but in that sense but big game tomorrow night the friday night game against watford hopefully they can go ahead and win and actually move out of the relegation zone for the first time this season which is a scary thought um so yeah, um, after that, it's just, as I said, it's the Bills. So we're going to get straight into to some NFL chat. Yeah. Um, 
So what we're going to do today is we're going to break down each of the four playoff games that are happening this weekend. Um, me and Jez have come up with some questions for each other for the NFC playoff matchups and for the AFC playoff matchups. So let's get started with uh, the biggest game, of course, the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Jez, what you got for us? <laughs> the biggest question is not who's going to win this. It's how many touchdowns are the Chiefs going to win by? <laughs> oh, no way. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just oh, kidding. Dear. I think it's in... Is it in Kansas City? It is, yeah. Okay, so they're probably, I haven't seen the line. I would guess they're maybe, God, maybe three-ish point favorites. Probably, yeah. Um, this is a hard one to pick. Obviously, I know where you're going. Yes. And I'd like to see Buffalo win too. Not because I don't like the Chiefs, but because it's a better story. And I don't think there's a more exciting player to watch right now than Josh Allen. So um, I'm going with the Bills, but I had a question for you about this game. Okay. It is, um, well, yeah, as I said, I know you're picking the Bills, but has Josh Allen uh, passed Mahomes for the number one quarterback that teams would want over the next 10 years? Oh, my God. Because uh... I think they're one and two. And I don't think there's maybe even, oh, well, there might I, be a close third and fourth that we'll get to, but I think, but, yeah, what do you think? I think if you'd asked me that halfway through the season, I would have said yes. Mahomes had that kind of dodgy patch, but he's shown that he's got the the ability to bounce back and just he is just on a different level with some of the things that he does in the passing game. Josh Allen is a more versatile player. He you know he's all heart and he's all about his team, um, which is you know these are traits that teams look for in players. And Josh Allen was kind of overlooked by a lot of players, despite that, and by a lot of teams, sorry, despite yeah. that, and especially in college. Um, but no, I do think Mahomes is probably still above him. Personally, I think he's better, but that's because I prefer a quarterback that can use his feet. And Josh Allen is, well, it, a lot of a lot of coaches would probably say he's stupid in the way that he runs because he runs head first instead of running feet first like a quarterback is supposed to. So <laughs> he's got the balls to go for it. He's, a li he's incredibly gutsy and a, a little bit, you know, throws caution to the wind, which... I absolutely love. I just think for the next 10 years, there's probably a lot more chance of him doing something to his body um, despite his size. Yeah, that's the thing about him is you're always worried about running quarterbacks getting hurt, but none of them before have been 6'5", 240 or whatever he is. Yeah, It's like throwing the ball to George Kittle and then him running. You know, it's basically once <laughs> yeah. they're both going, it's pretty much the same thing. Allen probably could have played, you know, 10 different positions around the league. Uh, he just happened to have a rocket arm and be smart. So quarterback yeah. worked out for him. But something I was thinking about is, is how much has he improved since the end of high school to now, right? He's maybe the best quarterback in the league. And yeah. his, he went to Wyoming, a division two college. So either he came from like a tiny town in the middle of nowhere and just nobody paid attention or his improvement over the past, you know, five, six years has been just completely insane. Yeah, he did come from a town in the middle of nowhere in California called Fireball, which is brilliant. Oh, um, uh, but he and he had to beg to get to to Wyoming. Like he 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 sent emails to everybody with tape, and eventually they gave him a chance, and he turned out to be, well, he turned out to be Josh Allen. Um, it's you know it's, it's that Cinderella story that comes with a lot of American sports, and he fulfills all of the you know the quota for for, for that kind of storyline, and hopefully in his career with the Bills, which I, you know, at the moment you look at it, I think it probably will be his entire career. Um, he'll get a Super Bowl or two. Yeah, I did not know he was from California. 
That's a yeah. Big it doesn't, shock he doesn't sound like he sounds quite a bit of a hillbilly accent, doesn't he? Like well, that, kind of that and and also California is a huge, uh, you know, high school football base. No matter where you're from, I would have thought he was from like, you know, one of the Dakotas, and people weren't paying attention. But to come from a state like California, like no matter where you are, if you're in California or Florida or Georgia, you're going to get found. So, yeah. uh, I mean, good for Wyoming to get him. You 100%. never you never would expect a player like that to play at a school like that. So, um, but yeah, getting back to the question, I. Yeah, I tend to think Mahomes is is the answer too, but um, you know I have Allen right there beside him, and then probably a decent gap to the to the next players. No, definitely I agree. I think the the consistency. I mean, Josh Josh Allen and Mahomes have both had kind of dips this year, but the overall stats for the year and just generally the the high quality of the the ceiling in their play is is next to. Well, it is better than everyone else in the league in, in those you know similar roles too. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is probably the closest thing to Josh Allen in terms of his feet, but then he, his arm is nowhere near. Um, yeah. And Mahomes, he just he levels up on all different er- in all different areas. And as I said, some of the things that he pulls off are, are beyond human at times. Um, but he's also you can see that he's grown as a quarterback. And he's a better player now. He's more mature, and he's the decision making is less risky, but still as talented. So, yeah, those two will be hopefully for the next ten years the best two head to head. Well, that sort of transitions to um, a question that has nothing to do with any games that I've got for you. But we're going to play a okay. quick game of start, bench, and cut. So okay. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks, and you're going to choose what you do with each of them. Okay. Oof, I like that. So Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Oh my god! Well, you have to cut Lawrence at this point. Yeah, I think that's the, that's so the easiest. Like yeah. uh, nothing against Lawrence, but he's not proven it yet. But start mm-hmm. and bench. Um, I, I would start Herbert, and I would bench Burrow. Um, I think Burrow could potentially be a better player, but at the moment, Herbert has been more consistent, and he's also again. I I like the quarterbacks that are willing to run and have the ability to do it well, and Herbert has that in droves so um i think yeah herbert's getting the starting role just there but what a backup in burrow yeah i mean there's no real wrong answer there i I tend to go with burrow as my starter just because um he's a proven winner and not to say that herbert can't be he just hasn't been yet um you know they always seem to find ways to lose games whereas as burrow i think is the opposite Mm -hmm. but um you know you'd be obviously those are the two guys i have right under uh mahomes and 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 allen in terms of you know who you'd want to, to start a team with as if you were making like a trying to make a dynasty at a team you mean yeah exactly was, yeah yeah yeah. okay i was gonna say there's a few more in there that maybe would uh, be knocking on the door but they're considering yeah yeah i just mean going forward yeah. right we're not talking yeah. brady or rogers or exactly yeah your guy roethlisberger <laughs> my god oh, no. is that because i look He's like him it. now that i've shaved my beard oh no <laughs> no his, his face is way fatter than yours <laughs> well i'll take that as a compliment <laughs> right so um we've decided a winner um we should maybe discuss how they got there um so bills absolutely destroyed the new england patriots um a win for all non-patriot fans i believe um just unbelievable records broken um Josh Allen threw five touchdown passes. Um, Devin Singlebr- uh, Singlebury. Devin Singletary. I'll try, <laughs> I'll try that again. Um, Singlebury is his English cousin. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, ran in two. Uh, seven out of seven for touchdown drives. Uh, no punts. No interceptions. No turnovers. 
first time any team ever has done that. Um, just incredible. Uh, I think maybe, uh, I mean, the momentum will be great, but it's certainly going to be a much tougher challenge going into Kansas, that's for sure. Not into Kansas. Where do they play? Missouri. Missouri. It's right beside it, and it's a confusing know, name. It's so weird. Um, <laughs> but the, the Chiefs, um, why don't you tell us what happened with the Chiefs? Well, let me just try to think back on what happened with the Chiefs. Let's see who they play. Uh, who did I've they play? I know. Oh, I've forgotten now. They didn't play the Raiders. Uh, they <laughs> we played someone. The well, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't oh. thinking about recapping, oh, to be my honest. God. No, no, was well, I. they played someone, yeah. and, and they did win. So that is also a fact. <laughs> they played the Steelers. We've just talked about Roethlisberger. Oh, my God. Well, that's why, because what a forgetful team. Just trying to forget it. And, yeah. uh, first of all, I want to comment on you staying up till like 4.30 a.m. to watch that Bills game. Oh, 100%. I stayed For until sure. the very end because I wanted no, to see was, them close out oh, that game. It was so good to watch the Patriots just get smashed. Like years and years of them doing that to other teams and then just to see them have nothing. And then a team that we like just crushing them. It was just amazing feeling i had about five different people including you messaging me going like how sweet is this oh no <laughs> yeah that's great oh it's a beautiful moment uh, yeah but as for the chiefs it was a beat down against the steelers it was never a game it was a shame that the steelers made the playoffs over the chargers because yeah. then we at least would have got herbert uh he's beaten the chiefs before and uh, if nothing else it would have been a more fun game i would have preferred roethlisberger not to make the playoffs uh, yeah. But he did, uh, which actually leads us into another question. So Ooh. he's retiring retiring now. Who do you see as the best fit to be the Steelers quarterback next season? Oh. Not who do you think it will, but who do you who would you like it to be or who would be interesting? Oh, gosh. I mean, they've got weapons. They've got some great weapons, actually. And mm. when Roethlisberger was half competent, they were very good moving forward. Um, but they could also... I mean, they could also pick up a game manager, couldn't they? Someone that's just willing to give it to Najee Harris, play short passes into, you know, Claypool and Johnson. And it's it could easily be done. So I would like to see them um, kind of pick up a kind of high-octane passing quarterback that's going to mm. just spread the ball around. Harris is great with his hands too. So they've got they've got the ability to do it. I can't see them, you know, they've got a lot of garbage as backups, um, so I can't really see them bringing yeah. him forward. I, I would like to see one of these kind of surprise quarterbacks go there. Um, that, that someone like Russell Wilson, I'd love to see him go there oh. just to see if they gave him the chance, like give him the chance to throw the ball. Um, fair enough. Like you know, Seattle of uh, the scheme has worked for so long until this year, but um, the whole story is that we people want Wilson to to have the opportunity to throw, and somewhere like Pittsburgh would mm-hmm. would work for him. Yeah, I think it seems like a breakup is due for Wilson in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wants to go mm-hmm. elsewhere, even though he's, you know, he, he he really comes off as inauthentic a lot. He says he wants to be there, but every report is that he doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, if the Giants were a chance, I'm sure he'd jump on it. The rumor is he wants to go to a big city. So would he go to Pittsburgh? Who knows? He definitely flourished there. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there's receivers probably aren't quite as talented as a Lockett and Metcalf, a Lockett especially. But mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson's awesome. Claypool can be very good. And uh, we we all know how much Seattle likes to run the ball with a guy like Najee Harris, I'm sure. Uh, exactly. That'd be a nice transition from who they've had. But uh, yeah, he could go there. I mean, you, they could settle on a game manager like Bridgewater or they could trade maybe a second for Garoppolo. That's not exciting, but it, it would, with their roster, at least you know get them in the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game. Um, but 
I know for a lot of Steelers fans, it's just going to be nice not to have Roethlisberger there anymore. <laughs> be able to actually cheer for your quarterback on the team that you like. Yeah, I mean, just enough stuff about him, as we've said previously. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go into it. So um, we'll move swiftly on. Um, should we stay in the AFC? Yeah, why not? So what's the other game we've got coming up this weekend? Okay, I do know this. Uh, okay. It's the Bengals-Titans. Ah, super. Uh, and I have a few questions for you, one for each team. I'll just mm-hmm. ask them both at once. Um, how big of a factor were the Bengals' new uniforms in their improvement this season? And why do I not get excited at all about watching the Titans? Okay, so first of all, um, not at all. Um, I, I, I'm not a uniform guy. Um, I, it, it, means, it means nothing to me. They are very, very bright. So, you know, the orange is very... Maybe it catches the <laughs> eye and puts a few people off. Um, as for the Titans, I completely agree. Um, Tannehill is a flat quarterback. He had a decent spell when they first picked him up, and he was great. And you know, but his his you know his efficiency was off the charts, um, and it was always going to come back down, and it just never came anywhere near coming back up. I mean, they've had they've had a lot of injury trouble. Fair enough. It's amazing that they they uh, led the conference. I don't, I'm not really sure how that's happened. Um, you know, AJ Brown's been injured half the year. Julio Jones has been injured half the year. Derek Henry's only just coming back and he may be back for this weekend, um, which was a question I was going to ask you. So I'll ask that shortly. Sure. But I, they, they're not an exciting team to watch. They've not been particularly consistent. They've had a few decent runs that they won four of their last five games None of them were particularly difficult. They lost to the Steelers. They did beat the 49ers, but then it was like the Jets and the Jags and teams like that. Teams mm-hmm. should be beating in that position. So I think they get beaten. I think they get beaten comfortably. Um, unless Derek Henry does what Derek Henry does. I just don't see it happening the first game he comes back. Yeah, I think, well, first of all, I think they have bad uniforms, you know, <laughs> uh, especially their white ones. And uh, it always seems to be gray and overcast when they play at home. It's just not aesthetically nice to watch. Um, Mm. But also, I was so excited for Julio Jones on them this year, you know, being a number Mm -hmm. two receiver for the first time in his career. And he scored one touchdown in week 18, I think. And then either didn't play or when he did play, just did nothing. Like, it's I've never seen just a disappearance like that, just to go from insanely good to just nothing. And he did get hurt, but, you know, that's nothing new either. Um, if Henry comes back, you know, at least we have that to watch and yeah. they could give it to him 40 times because they don't really have to <laughs> worry about, you know, his long-term use with with only a few games left. Um, but yeah, I, I favor the Bengals. Uh, they're probably not favored. Actually, do you know who the favorite is? I don't even know. I don't. I can check up though while we're having a, a wee chat sure. here. Yeah, uh, the Bengals, they're, you know, if they can get scoring early, I don't see how Tennessee can match that um, if they get ahead 14 or so. So that's probably their best chance. And um, yeah, I do favor Cincinnati. Uh, probably, well, oh, hold on. Did you get the spread? Nope, I'm just finding it. Oh, no, that's quite fantastic right. putting. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I mean, the, I, for me, the Bengals are, I'm just going to make it. Yeah, t- Titans uh, minus 3.5. Okay. Oh, by 3.5. That's mm-hmm. more than I would have thought. Yeah. So they must think Derrick Henry is playing. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, as we both said, I think you, you agree that we're picking the Bengals because uh, I just like teams who can score at any time. And I feel like unless Henry breaks one, the Titans just can't do that. 
Do you think they can? Do you think he can though? Because if he is back to Derek Henry, which is yeah. next level, we've talked about a potential MVP candidate this year if he hadn't gotten injured. They struggled a little bit with Jacobs last week. Um, Josh Jacobs from the the, the Las Vegas Raiders, who had mm-hmm. he was having a good end to his season, but he was very good in that game and um, broke off a couple of big runs against the Bengals. So Derek Henry is another level above Josh Jacobs. So yeah. it is possible. So do you think it could be passing versus Derek Henry? Yes, for sure. But th- that's the thing, right? You have Derrick Henry and you can work them downfield, but that drive's going to take you 10 minutes. The Bengals could yeah. get back and score right away. And then you have to try and do it again. Um, but don't count anything out with Henry. But even with him playing, um, I still like the weapons on Cincinnati and the quarterback too much to pick against them. No, completely agree. This um, It's going to be a great game, but I, I, I do think the Bengals are going to walk through. I think... Uh, the um, the Titans are the most disappointing conference winner I've seen in quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. nobody wants to watch them. Bang average. Know. Yeah, yeah. Nothing special about them. It's the most competitive conference I've seen since I've been following the NFL, and I think they just happen to land on top. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, AFC very competitive. Uh, so we've got Bills and Bengals going through, which will mm-hmm. make me very happy. Make uh, listener of the show Callum very happy, and it will mean I get the chance to watch him suffer as they lose. Um, yeah, there you go. That's fantastic. how the suffering comes. They play yeah. the Bills eventually. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. So let's move it across to the other side, the NFC. And we're going to start with my pick from last week, the San Francisco 49ers uh, and uh, versus the Green Bay Packers, Ali's de facto NFL team. Um, now, we've spoken about the Packers a lot on this podcast. So let's start off with the 49ers. A bit of a controversial end to the game last week against the Dallas Cowboys. Um Dallas were pretty shit, to be honest, and they blamed it on refereeing mistakes, penalties by one player, and Dak Prescott came out and basically said, well done, fans. You should throw things at our referees. Um, Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm inclined to give Prescott a pass. He he since acknowledged it, at least it was very stupid, but Mm. he has a history of, you know, um, good sort of uh, character and and behavior and, and... by all accounts, a good guy and, and not sort of fake like Russell Wilson. But uh, it was weird that just nobody took accountability, the coach, the quarterback, any of the star players or the leaders. That's usually how it goes just to blame the refs when you played so sloppy mm-hmm. uh, is kind of a Bush League thing to do. Uh, it was a weird ending, but know the rule, right? The the umpire or the referee has to touch the ball. And, and I admit that that took me. I didn't know that, but... I don't play quarterback for the, for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be on top of things. Um, and they were working the sidelines so well, it was a sort of a strange call with no timeouts just to run up the middle like that. But I didn't really care who won going into it, but I found myself sort of cheering for San Francisco as it went on. That offense is just a ton of fun to watch everything they do. And everyone that gets the ball is just a playmaker that can yep. you know, go all the way downfield. George Kittle had one catch, I think, or one target. <laughs> Crazy, uh, but he was so good blocking that it didn't even matter. Having Samuel and Ayuk on the outside, uh, Mitchell running back, uh, and Garoppolo played well. Uh, well, he sort of collapsed towards the end, but you know that's that's what he does. Yeah. I don't know. He's playing this week. I'm guessing it looked like he got hurt at the end. But as far as I know, yeah, Garoppolo's in the line. Come in. But I favor <laughs> well, Green <I'm> Bay. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I definitely like to see San Francisco win. 
And I, you know, they were underdogs against Dallas and they went in and won. So it could happen. Rogers can't be a plus every game. And if they mm-hmm. can control the ball, like they did, uh, it's definitely a possibility. Um, so I'm, I'm cheering for San Francisco, but I think it's most likely that green Bay squeaks went out. I'm going to stick with the 49ers. I think they're going to win. Hey, I I genuinely think they're going to win this because there's a few stats that I've looked up to see uh, to kind of place as part of my argument. So the Green Bay's defense is the fourth worst or 29th best in the division, (laughs) sorry, in the league uh, against the run. Now, San Francisco is all about running the ball. doesn't matter who's doing it. Everyone that does it, if they're the main guy, they're good. It's pretty much always the same. Fantastic team for running the ball. Um, and the Packers have conceded the third highest passing touchdowns with 31 this season. So all their games are high scoring and Rodgers is good enough to outscore other teams, pretty much. The only time they've had a good defensive effort is when they completely um, shut out the Seahawks and beat them 17-0. Is um, that without Russell Wilson? I Potentially. If not, it was when yeah, he just I came back. Probably. It might have been his yeah, first game back. and he Four was fingers or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Point being... Their defense is not particularly great, so I think um, it's the the swing will be the Green Bay defense because the the San Francisco defense is strong, um, but Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, though they do have yeah the, the other stat that I wanted to bring up was the the fifth best in the NFL with forty eight sacks this this year, so they're coming for him, and if they get him a couple of times, it's going to knock confidence and change it. My first question though. Um, is about Debo Samuel because I do love him so very much. Outside mm-hmm. of the quarterbacks, is he the best defensive weapon in the league? He's the most versatile, that's for sure. You know, I've never seen a guy who can just put... I mean, he what he was is basically a rich man's Cordero Patterson this year. Mm-hmm. But he, he but then he averaged like eight yards a rush on the season. Yeah, I saw a stat that was like if he ran the same amount of times as Jonathan Taylor, he would have had like 3,000 rushing yards or something. Um, <laughs> That's but uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's not a lot of guys you you take ahead of him, but I think he has to be on a team like San Francisco. Yeah, you know, if he was on like an Adam Gase coach team, well, they course. would probably just line him up out wide and throw goal balls, which would be useless. But uh, doing what Shanahan does with him, uh, yeah, it's hard to think of someone who. Is more of a difference maker that isn't a quarterback. Yeah, he's uh, just uh, you know for him staying fit, I think is the big thing as well because he's he's been mm-hmm. so hindered by injuries throughout his career, and uh, for him to stay fit for all but two games so far this year, he's uh, he's turned the team upside down. And like you said, they're barely using George Kittle as a receiver, um, mm-hmm. and he was you know he was breaking records a couple of years ago before he got injured. So um, amazing, really. Um, with regards to Green Bay, uh, they've obviously had the week off, which is sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Um, they lost to Detroit in week 18. Is that going to have any effect <laughs> on their team? Because there was quite a lot of starters in that lineup. I don't know what was up with Detroit. They like killed Arizona either the week or two <laughs> yeah. before. They were just, you know, uh, St. Brown was heating up. It didn't seem to matter if it was Goff or like Tim Boyle at quarterback. Exactly. They were playing well. I don't know what the hell was going on there. I think Green Bay was probably pretty just mentally checked out for that game, even mm-hmm. the starters in. You know, it didn't really matter what happened to them, but these guys are also ultra competitors, so maybe it did matter. And mm-hmm. and uh, Detroit, sorry, just played well. Um, but it, probably not. That was a two, two weeks or so ago now. I think Green Bay has just been thinking about this game the whole time. Yeah. Uh, they're well-coached, uh, veteran team, so they're probably going to come out pretty prepared. 
Do you think this is Green Bay's last chance to win a Super Bowl for a long time? I mean, the obvious answer is it depends where Rodgers goes yeah. next year. Um, but I'm going to guess he's gone. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, that gives that one just easy, isn't it? Um, I think yeah. even if they have still got him, it probably is. I think this is just the way. Yeah, not everyone's, momentum, Brady, moving right, forward. Not everyone's playing till. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, there's going to be wrong. a point when it starts to fall away, and with the controversy and things like that this year, I feel like there may be some locker room issues after us if they were to win the Super Bowl. Um, mm. Maybe just falls apart. Um, I mean, kind of on the back of Rogers, um, we'll bring back the question we've asked it about three times now on the last few pods. So, is he going to be the MVP? Uh, no, fuck him. <laughs> yes. I mean, I yes. don't know. I don't want him to be right. Nor do not I. that I don't like him. I just I don't think he's been that good I, in terms of. I like, think MVP this good. year. No, I, I think of the players this year, and and I just don't think of him as the best player. It, it sucks that it's only going to go to a quarterback because it should be Cooper yeah. Cup or it should be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, my guy Trent Williams at left tackle is not going to win it, even though I think he should. Uh, and him taunting those Dallas fans after the game. Last <laughs> <time was crazy. laughs> yes. But, I mean, Brady had uh, quite a few more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still finished right near the top. He had a lot more interceptions, though, is the only thing. I think Rodgers only had like four or something on the four. whole year, and Brady had like 12 or 13, which isn't a ton, but it's more. And Green Bay yeah. finished with a one seed. So the biggest thing is is going to be the media. Are there a lot of people who are spiteful of him yeah. and just won't vote for him? I think there will be a few. Uh, and a lot of people might want Brady to win. This might be his last year, right? Narrative drives the award. Um, yeah. Maybe not as much as it does in the NBA, but... Uh, I I think he probably will, but I don't think he should. No, that's fair. I, think, I mean, Brady threw over 5,000 yards this year. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. that is incredible. At any age, let alone, you yeah, know, no doubt, 56 or however old he is these, these days. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, it wouldn't be a surprise to see it go to Brady. I personally believe that if you look at it in the true spirit of most valuable player and if that well, it depends on whether you look at it as the most valuable player to the team or most valuable player to the league. Um, to the league, then it's going to be a more famous player. But Josh Allen is the most valuable player in the Buffalo Bills line, uh, setup, and he is the sole reason why that team turned around. That mm-hmm. performance against against sorry, I was going to say Kansas City. That performance against Tampa Bay in the second half, where he just took the entire team on his back and tried to turn it into a victory. No one seems to be able to do things like that. And that's why we're even talking about Josh Allen and being up there with Pat Mahomes is that he has that ability to do that. And he he has, you know, he look at what we talked about what he did last week. He is elite. Um so he should have a say and he's not even really been spoken about. So let's give it to Debo Samuel. Um hey, yeah. Yeah. Debo Samuel, the one. Right. We'll I'd move be away. fine with that actually. Oh he's great. I love him. Like he, the thing is, though, he's no, the, the problem is, is that he like in total yards, um, he's not top. So I think yeah. that would be the reason why he wouldn't ever get it. I think Jonathan Taylor might be top total yards. Um, Cooper Cup needs a shout out too. If we're talking about MVP, yeah. he's been magnificent this year. Um, very modest in saying that uh, he, you know he could have broken a record in Week 18 and was very modest to accept that it was an extra game and just mm-hmm. wanted to get on with it. So looking forward to seeing more of him with Matthew Stafford. Um, speaking of Rams versus Bucks, the next game, uh, I think this may well be the best matchup of the playoffs in terms of um, in terms of a game. It's going to be incredible. The Rams absolutely destroyed Arizona in the wild card round. Um, 
I mean, first question straight off that then is, is there much to actually take from that? Because Arizona have been falling off for about six weeks now. Um, what can you take from the Rams' performance yeah. against the Cardinals? Historical collapse by Arizona <laughs> yeah. after the last few weeks, uh, last six weeks or whatever. Like they've just played poorly in all aspects every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you still have to go out there and, and play really well. And the Rams did just because it's a team that hasn't been great. That's still a team that won like 10 or 11 games and they just destroyed them. It was a, you know, yep. a bigger beatdown than the Chiefs Steelers, I think. Yep. Uh, and they're what we talk about, what at least I think is the easiest way to winning is to have a super high powered offense. And yep. Odell Beckham is like born again playing there. The curse of Cleveland really struck that guy. So to lose Robert Woods and just pick up a guy like that uh, is huge. And the running back, uh, Cam Akers, Mm-hmm. somehow coming back from a torn Achilles and playing the same year. Stafford's playing great. Uh, it's, it's in, is it in Tampa or is it in LA? I think it's in Tampa. Yes. It's in Tampa. Yeah. So they'll probably be slightly favored, but uh, I like the consistency of the Rams, but I mean, there isn't really another word you'd use for Brady other than consistency either. So this is definitely, well, we have two great games this weekend eh? between this and the bills and, oh yeah. And chiefs. Games but, that should uh, be conference yeah, finals. <clears throat> that's right. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams this week. Yeah. Only because yes. uh, I still, you know, I've mixed feelings on Brady. I like him overall, but yeah, he's won enough. <laughs> you know, and yes. I, I don't forget some of those beatdowns of the Jets over the years. So he won last year. Uh, I like McVay. I really like Stafford. Um, Vaughn Miller has been playing great since they traded for him. Another uh, amazing the second trade. And third. Yeah, he's worth it for sure. Um, and I just, I really like the way that they've built their team there. So I, I hope that they win and I think that they will. Yeah. I think Sean McVay does, um, NFL coaching, like he's playing fantasy football and he just goes, right, let's just trade everything mm-hmm. for the best players I can get. And it nearly worked a couple of years ago and it could well work this year. It's a really, really tough conference, but they're some of the best within it. So I, I think they've got every chance. Um, I think one of the main things actually, um, for for the Bucks is they're they're very low on weapons. They've picked up John Brown this week, um, former Bill. Yes, exactly. And failure at the Raiders this season. Um, didn't even get a game. I don't think. I don't think he made. The yeah, fi- weird. I don't think he made the fifty three, which is saying a lot about a player that is very good when he wants to be. Um, mm-hmm. So he's been picked up because, well, they're struggling. They've more and more injuries by the, you know, by the day really, and. Uh, two main guys that I wanted to ask you about was uh, Tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle and Ryan Jensen or Jensen, depending on how they say it, the center, both <laughs> non-participants on Wednesday. Um, if they're without a center and potentially their best tackle, Aaron Donald yeah. is going to feed. Yeah. And one of the best tackles in the league, uh, Tristan Wirfs, I think he was first team all pro right tackle. He's an oh, awesome player. Uh, of course, he went to pick after the Jets a few years ago. Genius is there. <laughs> um, well, we saw in the Super Bowl last year, right? If your offensive line can't protect you, it doesn't matter who you have behind it. Mahomes could do nothing without an offensive line. Uh, and Brady can move even less than Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, the front seven on the Rams is wild. They're just going to rush all day. And the Buccaneers only have Mike Evans really to chuck it up to. I mean, there's Gronk. He can't run like he used to. Uh, Tyler Johnson, I guess, is there. But, you know, are you going to be 
confident if you throw a 50-50 ball down the field for him? Probably not. A lot no. of things line up for the Rams this week. So, um, yeah, I mean, you you don't want to see star players like that not play. But, uh, you know, it's certainly an advantage for the Rams and, and one that I think they can take advantage of. Well, and on the other side of the ball, we've kind of already mentioned it, but some of the passing work with Akers and Michelle, um, Sony Michelle, our favorite, Tony Michael, um, he were, <laughs> you know, they were they were magnificent against Arizona. Again, Arizona's been a strange defense this year. Um, who is it they played in the first game and absolutely destroyed? Um, can you remember like what, six the first sacks game of the year? From, yeah. Can't, can't remember. remember. One of the best, yeah. a very good team. They absolutely destroyed um, defensively Arizona. So the, the defense should be a decent side, but the, the, yeah, they've been awful. Anyway, but yeah, Akers, some, uh, he dropped a fairly uh, a fairly long throw and then caught one from, from Odell Beckham Jr. actually. Mm-hmm. And it's just some of the plays that they're coming up with. It's it's inventive. It's intru- like it's really good to watch. And I, that's, that's the reason. I, I mean, I think the Rams are going to win anyway. I think they're going to be a better team this week. Um, that momentum taking them through. The Bucks have kind of been okay. Like they obviously, they, you know, they were seven, 17 nil up till about the third quarter, halfway through the third quarter against Philly. But Philly's not exactly a, a great warm-up game. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Rams have got it and they've just got strength everywhere. Again, as I said, fantasy football, real football, and they're trading for all the best players. Um but uh, another question I had was, um, I've completely forgotten my question. I think I may have already asked it. Um, it was, well, it was to do okay. with, it was to do with um, Tony Michael and Cam Akers, just kind of that extra flexibility going forward. Is that going to be the reason? Like, is it, you know, the books have been a great rushing defense. Um, so is everything going to come through the air with Stafford? I mean, why not try it, right? Uh, getting a guy like Akers back make, makes a huge difference. Uh, just in terms of talent running inside the tackles outside uh, and he can catch the ball too. And I think that was basically what Sony Michelle was known for at Georgia where he mm-hmm. was playing behind Gurley and Chubb um, was that Which he could insane, catch passes and somehow he went to new England, forgot how to catch, uh, <laughs> but maybe he, you know, uh, maybe that'll all come back to him this game. So it's like, uh, you know, the first, the sec championship, Georgia, Alabama, the strength of Georgia was run defense. So Alabama just passed outside over and over quick screens, stuff like that. And it worked. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a similar game plan to that. Yeah. hundred percent. I think um, it, it is going to, again, it's going to be one of the best games, if not the best game uh, this weekend and probably the hardest to call, but uh, yeah, I think it sounds like we're both going for the Rams and uh, yeah. let it happen. Oh my God. So we're, we're saying, well, you're saying, Packers Rams and you're saying Bills Bengals Th- thinking Packers but I mean if I'm choosing who I want to win then I'm right there with you with San Francisco I'd love if they won but uh just to be a little different yeah I'll stick with the Packers on that one mm-hmm. I'd love for San Francisco to go all the way to the Super Bowl because I feel like they're probably Same. the easiest team for the Bills to play <laughs> um <laughs> yeah fair enough well the Bills are the best defense in the league so um ironically because a lot lose of people to the Jags they did, yeah. <laughs> Which it is happens. crazy, isn't it? How is that? Yeah. You know, some of the games they've lost, like it's it's crazy. Um, the Jags, I mean, the Jags have beaten some very good teams this year. To yeah, yeah, make an excuse. Sometimes teams that. just get up for a week. Other teams yeah. maybe have something going on in the locker room. They just aren't as focused. They lose. Hundred percent. Can't win but, every um, game. 
despite you know a, a lot of talk about Bills being a bad rushing defense, they're actually one of the best rushing defenses in the league. They just happen to let off massive plays, um, mm. which is a, a strange one, but definitely want to avoid Derek Henry in the conference final, um, as that's he's it. already done it once. Yeah, so I mean that's all I've got for the for the roundup. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to discuss on this week's NFL? Yeah, sort of just a, a question. It's not a team that's playing this week, but the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Were they right to fire Mayock? And if you were them, would you uh, try to improve the team or would you trade cars, start to rebuild? What do you think is their best course of action here? Carr's such a funny quarterback because he he always sh- he's like that guy that like thinks he's going to get fired, so he turns up and then plays a couple of great games. And they've been good this year. <laughs> they've actually they have been good. Like with considering yeah. all of the shit that came with the Raiders this year, the players that have been Absolutely. on the field that haven't, you know done a Henry Ruggs um they've been fantastic um the emergence of Renfro he's been unbelievable one of the best wide receivers in the league at least in the slot position like he's been magnificent and Jacobs has had a pretty decent year too and like uh, you know they're I just it's such an unlikable character Derek Carr I don't, not character just footballer like I don't, <laughs> no. I don't know anything about his character to be honest I don't really I think it's quite good, actually. But uh, in terms of his, he just—he's an unlikable football player. I don't. There's nothing the opposite of Russell Wilson. Well, sort of, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, he's a good character. Wilson's great to watch on the field, but he's a fucking weirdo. Carr is like seems like a really good guy, but he's not exactly. Yeah, just boring excitement. Yeah, Yeah. but he's obviously good, but he's boring. So it's like they don't need to get rid of him. So I don't. No, but he's just got one year left, right? So do you want to pay him? I think it depends on what's 40 million to. you're probably going to have to yeah because what are you going to get yeah. for him well exactly yeah um i don't know i don't think i would pay him again so another year with car while you maybe try and rebuild around him at least build up the squad a little bit stronger the only thing is we've, we've in terms of firing mayock is it, this is he has made some horrendous decisions at the draft so maybe it's time that they move away from that um, so that's maybe a good thing. Yeah, well, that's the the big question that people are discussing is the rumor is Gruden got to choose at least the oh, first really? round picks and maybe the second too. Uh, and if that's the case, then you have to evaluate things entirely differently because they've actually been good at drafting the middle and late rounds, but <laughs> just like historically bad. Yeah. Uh, like a bot could have drafted so much better than them by yeah. just using the consensus rankings mm-hmm. and not taking you know, an in-the-box safety in the first round. Uh, a tackle playing guard that is the, the rate is the worst guard in the league in the middle first round this past year in Alex Leatherwood. And mm-hmm. So um, I'd like to find out more because Mayock always seemed like a smart guy. He was an NFL Network draft guy before he was their GM. Um, so their absolutely horrific drafting over the last few years tells me that there may have been uh, some influence coming from somewhere else. So... Um, yeah, I but the Raiders know, right? So if he was responsible for those picks, it totally makes sense to get rid of him. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, who was it they took in the second round um, last year? Because I, I vaguely remember you saying um, when we talked about it that yeah. the guy they took in the second probably should have gone where yeah, they exactly. picked in the Trayvon first. Merrick, so they the kind safety. of made up for it. He was good, right? And that makes sense. But you still picked a guy you shouldn't have picked in the first round. There was no yeah. guarantee Merrick was going to be there in round two. And as I said, Leatherwood you wanted him to be your starting tackle and he's graded as the the, the league's bottom guard. <laughs> so 
who knows? Nice. Like you find a, a fat guy working at the corner store uh, could probably do just as good of a job. Strange pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, the future is murky and terrible in in Las Vegas. I think as as always until we we find some clarity with what exactly is going on with that organization. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, um, they made the playoffs. And yeah, yeah, hey, good very for good them. Time, All things so considered, if yep. you've had a bad year and you still do that, you know, you could be a lot, lot worse. Right. So, if we're all done with the NFL chat, there's only one thing left to do, and that is move oh, on yeah. to our favorite top threes. This week, we are going to discuss our top three social media idiots, fools, bell ends, stupid comments, kind of thing, consistent mm-hmm. idiots. Right. There's a lot of things I said <laughs> idiots twice. Um, so I, I don't know about you, but I've picked three individual, oh no, two individual and one consistent um, idiots in terms of Twitter. Um, but of course, as always, it is up to yourself. Is it you or is it me? I'll go today. Oh, I like change it. things up a little bit. And mainly because uh, this way, if you have any of the same as me, you have to change them. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't know that we will anyway. Uh, so, the, the, the first one is just a shout out and it's sort of the opposite. It's the fact that Ben Roethlisberger got incredibly lucky that social media wasn't quite as big as it was, <laughs> oh. uh, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, because yeah. if the stuff that happened happened today, I think he'd be released um, or at least put in a position that Deshaun Watson's in right now, where he's technically on the team, but not practicing or anything. So uh, he got lucky, uh, but anyway, fuck that guy. But the real mm-hmm. number three, uh, Antonio Brown, there's you know, a lot of things, but what I want to mention specifically uh, was when I think he was still a member of the Steelers and he posted a screenshot that uh, Juju had sent him when he was a high school player uh, asking for advice and stuff. And he basically posted the screenshot and mocked Juju. And then, oh, really? yeah, and, and this came right after Juju had won team MVP after his second oh year. So God, what a douche. Brown was basically saying how he should have been MVP, stuff like that. It was just not a good look. Um, number two, Brian Colangelo. He was a former Raptors GM, but but what mm-hmm. I'm talking about happened while he was the 76ers GM or team president, one of the two. He had, it was never proven, but there was a huge article by The Ringer basically stating that either he or his wife had, I think, five burner accounts on Twitter uh, <laughs> that they would rotate through and basically defend Colangelo and attack anyone who was saying bad things about him. Uh, my favorite of which was being people who were saying that his shirt collar was too big. I think one of the whole accounts was all dedicated to defending the size of his shirt collar. Oh so, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's worth looking up and just seeing that it was a bizarre thing. And he ended up resigning as a result of it. Oh my God. Um, but number one, uh, it's dumb, but it's also funny. It's my all time favorite guy on Twitter, Cardale Jones, former Ohio State and Bills player, uh, <laughs> tweeting about Ohio State having to go to class. We ain't come here to play school. Oh, yes. And then the video and uh, photos of him beating the little kid in the hospital, like nine. 97 to six in Madden. Oh yeah. I remember that. That's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's not brilliant, great. but it's yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, great top three. Right. Okay. So I'm going to start off with another former bills player because of course, former bills players are apparently great on social media or depending on how you take that. So former bills wide receiver, Stevie Johnson, who oh, on April 3rd, 2013 sent a tweet out saying war is nothing to be played with dot, dot, dot. I apologize, North Korea. But if y'all bomb first, bomb Fox bro mass. Sincerely. <laughs> Hashtag Bills Mafia. 
Oh, whenever I see a Bills player wearing number 13, I still always think of Stevie Johnson. He was a great time. Oh, my God. Right. Um, second one from uh, pod favorite, Meta World Peace, also known as Ron Artest. Is it Artest mm-hmm. or is it Artist? Artest. Artest. Yep. There you go. That's bad. I don't know that. Um, also sent a tweet out saying, if um, it was New Zealand, Zealand, it would have been Artist. Ah, exact artist. Yeah, maybe. Nice. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Go no, ahead. it's okay. Sent out a tweet saying, Happy Labor Day. Enjoy it. Seems normal enough, doesn't it? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he sent that out on May the 28th. For those that don't know, <laughs> Labor Day in America is the first Monday in September. Yep. yep. Genius. Yep. Uh, and finally, simple, standard. Everything he does on Twitter is ridiculous. Pod favorite, OJ Simpson. Oh, oh! How did we not think of the place. Iron Sheik too? I know. Well, I thought you would. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To the Iron Either way, for... OJ's better anyway. Because OJ oh. posts weird selfie videos oh, of so himself, strange. like on the golf course, like on like so, as well, but like like current affairs, but like a little bit too yeah. late and stuff like that. It's really odd. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, shout out to Magic Johnson, who has really like simple tweets, like the Los Angeles Lakers were successful last night. LeBron James had thirty points and ten rebounds. Thanks, Magic. <laughs> Just copy and pasting from like the first line. Pretty of much, a, pretty much. Just article. super obvious things. Anyway. Brilliant. Right. Well, that brings us to the end of the pod. Jeremy, it has been fantastic podding with yourself. Ali, we've missed you. We'll get you back next week. We don't use social media, despite being able to apparently find loads of information off it. Um, we have exactly. a Twitter. We have a face. No, we don't have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. I don't think we so. don't use them. So please comment on them <laughs> and we might respond at some point. Um for, if you're able to give us a five-star review on Apple Pods or any other podcast platform that you use, Ali will buy you a beer, Jeremy will buy you a beer, and I'll consider it. That's, yeah, that's about as far as I can go, which it used to be a no, so we're doing all right. Anyway, I'm going to stop mm-hmm. chatting absolute nonsense. Jeremy, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, nice work, Jack. Nice to talk to you, Ali. We will chat with you soon, everyone. Thanks for listening. And also, nobody's taken me up on that free pint. It's uh, insane. I owe at least a few people. I mean, my dad gave us a five-star review, but much like Ali, I went into his phone and did it. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Everybody out there, watch your phones. The boys are getting at them. And uh, remember, the most important message of the day, fuck Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Cheers. Nice. Good one. Mm-hmm. It's important.